Hello everyone, it's your uh, DM and host Adam Cookson here, and I'm just recording this message because we had some severe technical issues on this episode. Um, I have done my absolute best to salvage the recording, and I think for most of the episode you won't notice a difference, but during the intro and during some of the later portions you will hear a bit of tinniness and a bit of echoing on some of the mics. Hopefully that doesn't spoil your enjoyment too much, and, well, next episode, hopefully this won't be a problem. Either way, I hope you enjoy episode 108, and, yeah, I won't take up any more of your time. Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. I am your DMN host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by our three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello! Hello! Hello. Hello. Well, one of you sounds happier than the other two. (laughs) (laughs) One of them is in a completely different room to the rest of us. The happiness of safety. (laughs) Hey, I'm in a room with gas. You could just walk out the door. Yeah, Yeah, well. You literally could just walk out the door. I don't know. Is there any doors in your room? Have you noticed anything? No doors. No doors. No no, we, 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 we are in what's referred to as an arena. So it's the kind of place where a boss battle generally takes place. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. And a boss battle did indeed take place. Because last week, as our uh, players were reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Rogar McLeod, our paladin sorcerer, they engaged in epic combat against a horde of orcs and undead. Led by, well, led by a man who's now trying to kill all of you. And getting pretty close. <laughs> my, my new favourite character, Fate Weaver Disorn. What a prick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, it's, it's been an interesting fight so far. We've got Sophia and Solara stuck halfway down a corridor facing a cloud kill that is still in effect. We've got Tommy maybe on his last legs after being downed by a blight spell and then brought back up by uh, Rogar and using his second wind. Uh, Still surrounded by orcs, unfortunately. Rogar actually looking a bit more hurt than he normally does in most of these fights. And poor, poor Jeff, who is now a puddle. Puddle Jeff. Puddle Jeff. Bad times. Bad times. Anyone else tempted to do a Peppa Pig and splash at him? (laughs) Jesus! No. <laughs> Too much. He's a patron. <laughs> what does say? He's, He's a patron a... who is also my brother. It'd be quite funny. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, good good times. Any speaking of patrons, we had a new uh, tier two patron this week. So uh, here's a shout out, Jared. Thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, hope you continue to enjoy this show. Maybe one day in the future, you'll have an NPC who I kill on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers for joining us, dude. Welcome. Yeah, so I mean, you guys, you're in a difficult situation, I'll say that. Um, I think a bit more of a dangerous combat than you thought on route to taking over your new fortress. <laughs> I mean, it, it looked like a pretty um, pretty tasty fight um, with all that was arrayed against us. So as, as usual with these fights, you kind of go up and down with your emotions. And so we, we started off and it was like, oh shit, this is going to be a tough fight. 
and then we wrecked the undead and it was like okay okay and then we wrecked a few orcs it was like yeah this that will be fine actually this isn't too bad it's a lot of chaff in the room but not, not too much to worry about yeah and then things started to go not quite so well mm. and uh lest anyone forget this all kicked off because this orc was torturing our uh our old old friend thomas warwick who is currently cowering in the back of the room still got at least one orc near him and they seemingly were looking for information from him but i don't know whether he was being too helpful or not is uh what you interrupted but, um yeah the fight began and back a lot of back and forth as you say but now we come to a point where fate weaver to sorn i don't know he's he's not happy of how things have turned out. He killed his Ogrooks. Those guys were pretty strong. They were, they were wearing plate. They had poisoned weapons. They were nasty. <laughs> but with so many dead orcs, so many destroyed undead, the Fate Weaver decided to bring out the big guns, and we ended last week's episode with a spell that, oh, just, just saying the name, Circle of Death. Oh, I, I was waiting for that moment. Couldn't you have him cast Circle of Life instead? Then we could all have a nice Elton John sing-along. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have been nicer to him at the start of the fight rather than shooting him in the head. Yeah, he's a prick. He deserved well, it. tried to shoot him in the head. Yeah, tried and failed. Yeah, t- Tommy was not rolling particularly well last time. A couple, a couple, of, um, couple of critical failures there. Not, not natural ones, but just critically important failures. And our friendly fate weaver has decided that this this great hall of stone within your seemingly new home is actually going to very quickly become your permanent home in the grave, as he has cast the spell in the room. And you have to put yourself in this character's mindset right now. This fight has not gone as he's planned. In fact, he was pretty handily winning this whole fortress before you guys showed up, and you've cut a bloody swath straight through his his soldiers, his undead. One of his zombie ogres is banished. The other one was melted by Sophia with her uh, undead killing weapon. <laughs> Final death as it uh, tears through undead with a lot of ease, let's be fair here. Most of his orcs are dead, as I said, the orogs are dead, and he is on the other side of the room from his original objective, which... Brings me to the thought that he's going for plan B here. And I guess this is where we're going to start the episode, because it is Fate Weaver to Swan's turn, and he's going to cast this this fun, fun spell. And let me just read this out. A sphere of negative energy ripples out in a 60-foot radius from a point within range. Each creature in that area must make a constitution saving throw, a target takes 8d6 necrotic damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. And to give you an idea of just how much space he's covering, and who he's covering, I'm going to just put this on the screen for you all. Wow. Oh shit. Holy crap. And Thomas Warwick as well, so Thomas Warwick's going to take it or not? Yeah, so... Not me! Sitting. Tommy, Rogar, one of the orcs, and our friend Thomas Warwick. So, Thomas Warwick, you know. Yeah. He is in the mindset now that he can't get to his original target to torture him. 
But as you're seeing, this man is a necromancer, and perhaps killing Warwick doesn't hold that much of a uh, issue to him. Or maybe he's got other plans in mind. You're not certain. But right now, as he points out into the room, you all start to feel this dark, necrotic energy start to flare up from the ground. You actually feel the stones underneath your feet begin to shake as it lashes out in this necrotic wave. You all feel sick to your core. Even you, Rogar, who is resistant to necrotic damage, it's, this is a nasty spell. And as you see the radius <laughs> yeah. that it's covering, you realize the power of this particular orc. Perhaps Clan Ogresh is not one to be trifled with if this isn't even their leader. And I need all of those people I named to make me a constitution saving throw. Because I'll tell you the damage I rolled. It's a 37 points of necrotic damage. Oh shit, well Tommy rolled an 18. I rolled a 19. Come on. It's two saves there. I'll tell you, it doesn't matter if my guys save, because Mr. Warwick only has 9 health. Oh. And my orc only has 15 health. So, those of you who saved take 19 points of necrotic damage. Half again for you, Rogar, with your resistance. Unfortunately, though, you watch as the very life force drains from one of the orcs stood next to you, Rogar, and you look behind you and you see the same thing happen to Warwick. As that happens, and they both just collapse, you see Fate Weaver Disorn hold out his hand and he sort of breathes in and you watch as the energy of those two people flows out of their body and returns to him and Tommy, that shot you hit him with earlier with the last rites seals up oh. as he heals himself. Mother Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's, that's, that's bullshit. <laughs> not in the spell you read out no because he has an ability called grim harvest which now that i finally got to use it i'll uh read out for you here because it's a it's a fun one it's a something a little special for this man once a turn when a necromancer kills a creature that is neither a construct nor undead with a spell of first level or higher, the Necromancer regains hit points equal to twice the spell's level, or three times if it's a Necromancy spell. And that was a sixth level spell. That's a fair bit of health back. <laughs> if you just want to kill us, just tell us not to come back. <laughs> and they all died. Yeah. They all returned to the hope planet. <laughs> and you know what? He's going to move as well. Because, why not? He's going to take a look at his cloud kill and see how well that's doing. Oh, don't get closer to me. Speaking of cloud kill, the cloud kill moves up. Those of you on the uh, in the room, if you have sight of the corridor, see Jeff's rapidly melting body as the cloud kill finally moves on to reveal it. And you know what? I think, I think that's enough on my turn. That's Fate Weaver Disorn over and done with. Which means, Rogar, it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So, I can't really... Well, I clearly can't hit him from here. Uh, he's a bit... Kill the orc. Kill the orc. Is that what you want me to do? That's what, that's what, that's what Tommy, Tommy's, Tommy's kind of hinting at. But it's up, it's up to you what you do, but that's what Tommy's hinting at. Alright, that's what I'll do then. Uh, if 
you know, if Tommy says that, then that's what Rogar will do, and I will attack this orc to the right of me. 13 is going to miss. <laughs> 13, funnily enough, and the orcs only have a 13 AC. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, beat, yay. Yeah, so with 15 slashing damage, though he survived the circle of death by not being in it, as he is chuckling to himself at his luck, you just stab him straight through the stomach, and that orc is no more. <laughs> cool, we're free. Yeah, um, right, uh, crap, what do I do from here then? Um, you got an attack left and move left, I guess. Yeah, so attack Tommy, finally betray the party, and join the orcs. <laughs> <laughs> well. It... Stop thinking about it. No, 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 right. <laughs> no, 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 right. No, simple. For my my attack that I have remaining, can I drop Eclipse and make an attack with my heavy crossbow? Um, I don't think so, no. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. I thought I'd ask. I mid mid you've already taken the action to attack with a clip. Say no. That's Especially pulling out a two-handed heavy crossbow. That's yeah. That's something I can take cover behind these tables that are in front of us. Ah, you can do. Yeah, it'll give us a it'll give partial cover. Oh, partial cover. I want all cover. <laughs> um, no, screw it. Partial cover. Yeah, I'm gonna come and hunker in behind this table, flip it over. You know, <laughs> take some partial oh, cover. Did you take the nine points of damage by the way? Okay. Well, actually, I took 10, but if you're saying it's now... Oh, no, it should be 10. Yeah, yeah. it's there, <laughs> No, no, it's right, it should be 10. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take your mistake, but... He's, he's very <laughs> truthful. He's very, very... Too truthful! Oh, well, as you should be as honourable players at my table. Yeah. It's a virtual table, so... No. <laughs> I'm virtually honourable. <laughs> I mean, if we're just flurrowing the rules out window here, I mean... <laughs> let's not. Let's let's let's, yeah. let's 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 be virtually honourable. Honourable, as we mm. said. Okay, so that's your turn, Rogar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I used my attack, so. Mm. Okay, Sophia. Right. It is pick... your turn. Yeah, to pick something up as an action, right? It is. Yes. You got your sword and shield out, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, I oh, believe I when we. Uh, Left off last week, you were debating running through the cloud kill. Yeah, I'm thinking about going through the cloud kill. Okay, so because it's gas. Mm -hmm. Oh no, no, is it a save or is it? I don't know. It is a save. Okay, yeah, I was going to say it's like my shield gets my AC higher, but no, that doesn't make any sense. Right, so I'm going to move. Okay. Um, I'm going to yell to Solara, run. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um going to move to behind this what was it it's a statue looking thing yeah they're like um so lining the corridor there's little plinths with busts of the previous owners of this uh, fortress you're assuming at least so, yeah, yeah. So. and that's near where i dropped my bow and arrow isn't it no oh, my bow i believe you dropped it somewhere around there yes in yes. fact i think it's still in the cloud kill at the moment technically oh, is that? Okay. probably behind right. you but yeah um, okay, well then, make me a constitution saving throw as you try to hold breath and run through this just thick fog of green and yellow vapors. Come on. Luck. That. I didn't even see what you rolled. Not seen it yet. It's <laughs> taking, not... taking a second to come through on roll 20. Yeah. Come on, roll 20. It's 11. Oh, okay. 11. <laughs> Reroll that. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, let's roll that again, shall we? Come on, Sophia. 23! Oh. <laughs> hmm. How much of luck have you got left? <laughs> I've got two more. Hmm. What? Well, <laughs> she hasn't done a lot this so far. No, I, <laughs> like... <laughs> you mean you used some of my dice, right? I've done other things. Yeah. So you take you would have taken twenty eight points of poison damage, you take half fourteen. Okay, that's that's okay. Yeah, also make me a uh, concentration check for your uh, spiritual weapon oh. still out as well. That's still con? Yep. Yep. Twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> Using the loaded dice today, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, dude. I don't know what a loaded die feels like, unlike some people. Mm, maybe. <laughs> right. Person doesn't have to load die. He can just roll them behind the screen. The, yes. the wonders of being a DM. Mm. <laughs> uh, you're not complaining when my crits turn into normal hits, now are you? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I'd just kill you. <laughs> I tell you one, one, one of the downsides of roll twenty, and there's not many, because the fact that it does most of the maths for you is really good. But one of the downsides. For a DM, at least, is the intimidation factor of just rolling some dice and the noise of them <laughs> clattering behind the screen, as we don't know what you're rolling for. Is um, yeah, is some psychological tra torture there, definitely. <laughs> uh, okay then. So, Sophia, is that your turn? Um. You dashed through that cloud kill. I guess my sword could move, couldn't it? Yes, you can use your bonus action to move. I think it's twenty feet. Oh, I guess it would just move 20 feet to near me. Gonna back you up? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so Sophia, you uh, take cover behind that bust and you see a, a glowing bastard sword of Kalemvor kind of takes up uh, position next to you. And you finally see Fate Weaver just basically stood in front of the co corridor entrance to the Great Hall now. <laughs> you see this much older, gnarled-looking orc with these, like, long, dark robes and, like, heavy furs. He's got a little bit like a mix of a shaman and a necromancer. It's an interesting look he's kind of going for. He's his long, white beard and like, kind of scraggly white hair. And you finally get a good look at the hall, and there is just death aplenty. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really see Tommy because he's behind a pillar right now, but you can see Rogar by himself in there, and even he looks quite hurt. <laughs> how, how much cover have I got? I uh, would be half cover. I've okay. been holding those uh, busts as half cover, so that's plus two okay. AC. Hoo hoo hoo! Right then, so it is my next turn, and it is my orc's turn. The one surviving orc, and if I'm reading Frightened correctly, Rogar is not in line of sight of him anymore, so he is no longer unable to move closer. Uh, yeah. And he no longer gets disadvantage on anything. So. Is, is that until Rogar moves back in sight? Uh, yeah, yeah basically. Unless he passes his save. Fuck. Yeah. And you know what's fun about orcs? They all, pretty much, you're now learning as you've fought them uh, up close and personal, have an ability called aggressive. So, as a bonus action, he can move up to his speed towards a hostile creature he can see. Bugger. Well, that's ruined my plan. Has a bit, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm already, I'm already a bit fucked, Cook. You don't have to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least these are just the basic orcs, and he's he's... Just rolling straight up, no disadvantage, no advantage. But it all comes down to this, Tommy. As you're ready in your guns, getting your uh, eyes peeled for a Fate Weaver to sawn as he ducks his head out from somewhere, 
when that one lone remaining orc lets out a war cry and just barrels across the room with his great axe drawn and he's just going all in now because he's got nowhere to escape to even if he wanted to <laughs> rogar's in sight now partially no he's behind that pillar i would not count that if we okay. can this is cover i would say you have total cover right now from disorder or anyone else Okay, fair enough then. Yeah. Plus, fine. if he's not, I can just stand there. Yeah, alright, okay. That's fine. <laughs> if we would prefer, I can put him there. No, no, that's fine. I, I, I don't mind. I just, I just, I just was, was querying it. That's all. Mm. I'm counting this as essentially a four block. It's just that it's partial because I, it's circular. Circular. Fair enough. Yeah. Circular. Yeah. Anyway, let's take this swing. And I've been roll. Uh, last week I was rolling really well. This week, who knows? Thirteen. That's that's not good enough. He comes in full of aggression, swings at you, Tommy, and misses. That's my remaining orcs probably last turn. <laughs> uh, my ogre is still banished, and it's only been, I think, three rounds since banishment. This will be the fourth. He's done. Uh, Solara, I mean, you told her to run. She's been watching this cloud kill. She can stay here for one more round and hope that you break concentration on the sword at the very least. So I think she'll hold here. Just kind of keep an eye on the zombie ogre, make sure it doesn't somehow magically get back. For this one round, I'll say she stays in the room knowing that the cloud kill can't quite reach her. Fair enough. But next turn she will run. I mean, if things haven't gone any better, that's what you asked of her. Tommy, it is your turn. Okay. I'm gonna have now, to... if you could roll me some natural ones, I would appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, I will um, endeavor not to, but we'll see. Um... <laughs> I've got this orc near here, and I believe I still have my pistols out, because I don't think I've drawn my sword yet. Uh, yeah, you shot at the sword on your last turn last week. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's fine then. So, I'm going to... With a pistol, I'm fine in close combat, aren't I, to take a shot at him? Yeah, it's with disadvantage. It would, be, it would be with disadvantage, or it wouldn't be? It would be, I believe. Ranged weapon in melee combat. Okay. Um, Shoot, disarm. I can't actually see him. Yeah. Oh, so, um, so I can circle around and take a shot at Dasson. It's maybe a mistake, but fuck it. I can always drop him next turn. I'll I'll draw my rapier and my short sword plus two. Okay. And I will hit out at the orc with the rapier. Uh, a thirty and fifteen points of piercing damage. Sorry, who was that at? Dasson. That was or? that was that was at the orc. No, it's, it's my rapier. Oh, sorry, rapier. At, so it's at the uh, yeah. I've 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 free actioned away my pistols, drawn my. Uh, rapier and short and short sword plus two, and I've stabbed the orc through the eye with my rapier, mm. dealing fifteen points of damage. Annoyingly, you rolling max damage on that is just enough to kill my last orc. Yay! I just stab that uh, magical rapier right through his throat. Okay, which would leave me how many? How far away from him? Forty feet. So I'm going to bonus action dash to him, and I'm going to take my second attack uh, with my rapier at Fate Weaver Disarm. You're a crafty bastard, mm -hmm. aren't you? Uh, a 20 and 9 piercing damage. 20 and 9 piercing damage. So not great, but he does have to then try and Can't drop save. the cloud kill. Yeah. Come on. Mm -hmm. Can't save to drop the cloud kill. And uh, yeah, I'm now, now in combat with him at least. So. Yeah. Okay then, can't save it is. Here's the other side, with their sword and shield out. Come on! Survive <laughs> another round, Tom! Survive! 
survive. <laughs> survive. I, I will say, with a three, oh. you catch him off guard enough that he finally <laughs> drops the cloud. Oh. I mean, if if I go out now, at least I've done something useful. <laughs> at the end of the last session, it was like, fuck's sake, Tommy's done nothing. <laughs> like, I, I got like a few kills, but you know, I I also fucked up two of the most important roles. So <laughs> I killed those bastard orcs. They didn't, I suppose. That was something. The orc rogues are stronger than you think, especially because yeah. I buffed them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, of course you did. So you were cheating then? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's called level scaling. <laughs> you fighting orcs? They're not even challenge rating one half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We're in a slightly slightly better situation now, but we will see what um, mm. our friend, the Fate Weaver, decides to do. We will indeed, as it is now his turn. And once again, he has got this annoying human up in his face. This human who keeps killing his soldiers. But hey, bodies are bodies at the end of the day. Put you right up in his grill again. You can see Sophia behind him, this this archer. Well, actually, it's actually just a cleric right now. Your uh, sword and shield and your extra extra sword. You can see right at the far end this uh, half-elven sorcerer. And you can see this paladin who looks weakened, but not that weak. This is a difficult situation. But this fighter in front of him is very weak. No, I'm not weak, mate. I'm just hurt. It's not the same thing. <laughs> the grave calls you human. Do not deny it. And he touches your face and casts Blight. Of course he does. His last Blight. Oh. So make me a constitution saving throw. Come on. Come on, Tom. Well, let's see what happens. An 18. Oh. So I rolled 40. Still 20 points of damage, which is still more than I have. Now I've made that so much closer. You had fucking 18 health left, didn't you? Yep. Oh. Jesus. Fucking fighters. <laughs> Tommy's down. Tommy's so, down I mean, for the second time, but hey, I stabbed yeah. him, made him drop his cloud kill. You did. However, you being down, that was a necromantic spell. Gets his health back. Oh, for sake. Yeah. <laughs> so both Rogar and Sophia, you watch as Tommy runs up, cracks him square in the face with the side of his rapier, enough to draw a bit of blood from Fate Weaver to Sorn. The cloud kill dissipates behind you, Sophia. You feel the tide is turning, and this orc just looks back up at your good friend Tommy, reaches out, almost gentle, touches his face, and you watch as these black veins quickly spread out over his skin. Tommy goes as pale as a ghost and drops to the floor, unconscious. That was his turn. So is he going to move? Good question. Yeah. He's going to move the hell out of the way. He's going to head over to take some cover behind the other tables and leave Tommy to uh, bleed out. Rogar, you're up next. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's only... There's only one true move here, really, isn't there? But it's not going to be the best move for uh, positioning. But uh, I'm going to head on over to uh, good old Tom... <laughs> and uh, dap him up with that last 10 lay on hands I've got saved back. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, the only, it's, it's, it's the only move there. I can't get to him, so I can't hit him. 
and I don't fancy I don't really fancy dropping the clips, to be honest. You couldn't have hit him anyway, no? I couldn't get over to him, he's four, he was 40 feet away from me. Oh, fuck's sake. So, yeah, because otherwise I'd have said go, but yeah, I, I, saw, you, I saw you measure that, and yeah. Rogar, Rogar kind of eyeing up the distance, thinking, I can't make it to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, throwing out a chill touch, ooh. <laughs> 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 you know, you know, gotta roll for that 1d10 damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Rogar, you kneel down next to Tommy's fallen body for the second time today. Use that last little gasp of energy you've got left from uh, the Whispering Man's blessing. And you restore a little bit of colour to his face, but Tommy looks fucking awful. <laughs> Lying <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Sophia. Yeah, Sophia, you're up. I don't wanna. You're gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> we need you. Right, okay. I'm going to, because he ran around the corner, going to run after him. Right, I'll be standing right next to Rez, recently Rez, Tommy. And we're I definitely will... gonna have to spread out in a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the closest, like furthest, like yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt on him. Oh my god, that was awful. <laughs> Four. <laughs> wow. Guiding How? Because your wisdom's ruined and that's your attack modifier. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Rugal, so, why are you laughing? Because he laughs when everything, when shit goes wrong. You remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, Sophia, you rock up next to Tommy. He's just starting to blink his eyes open to that guiding bolt and it goes miles wide. <laughs> I really need my wisdom back. Yeah. I've got a book you could read that might help. <laughs> I've got some devils for you. Even your fucking books. You can do a contract. Twofer. Get uh, Solara's memory back. Your wisdom restored. Well, it just cost you something. Something no. in the fine print, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> fine. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through everything. Anything. I No. I can't yeah. do. I've got bonus action. It's a yeah. spell, though. You can't cast a spell and a bonus no. action spell. Yeah. Uh, you, oh. you can move your sword. Yeah, yay, the whole 20 feet. <laughs> hey, it's better than nothing. Alright, yeah, could you move it 20 feet closer to me? Sure. Slowly floats behind you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. like, like a dog that didn't want to go for a walk. <laughs> um. Okay. That's I like it. that. <laughs> yeah. Next up, Zombie Ogre continues to be banished. Goddamn banished lasts far too fucking long. So Laura, um, well, she's happy because the cloud kill's gone, so I suppose she can move up and dash, try to get a little bit closer. Not be trapped in a corridor anymore, but she can't see anything. So She's still like two moves away from us. <laughs> yeah, she'll shout over to you guys. Hey, is everything good over there? Can I release no. this Zombie Ogre? No, no? No. Oh. Please don't, love. Um, <laughs> we're playing hide and seek with the dickhead over here. Well, he, just, he just keeps running out of range. It's really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> he keeps killing uh, me and then running away. Stop killing me and running away, dude. Didn't that happen like in the one shot? Just kept running away. She just kept running away, yeah. And, and, and um, <laughs> I kept chasing her down and then she'd run away again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's a good playing a ranged character would make this easier, but. 
<laughs> it was a good job actually because that, that I had like 40 feet movement or else I'd have never caught her and I'd have just been <laughs> just perpetually running around the map doing nothing <laughs> as a melee I'll, character I'll <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. oh okay so um Tommy then it is your turn right shall I try and repeat what we've been doing so far Remember, you're prone at the moment as well, so... Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll use half my movement to stand up. Okay. That's fine. Okay, now, Tommy's Tommy's thinking, as he stands up groggily another time, he's got his um, got his swords in his hands now. His, his thought is, well, I need to get away from these two, because whilst it's very nice to see the crew again all around me, this um, bastard likes to lob AoE spells around. So my first thought was going to be dash and hide, try and hide around the corner of this, cor- this um, corridor here. Um... Mm-hmm. But I can't really do anything. There's no point having cover against a spellcaster, really. Depends if he target attacks you, but yeah, if save wouldn't matter. Most of the time, yeah, he's, he's probably not going to matter as much. So he's thinking he can move up away from everybody else with the other half of his movement, and he can start shooting. But that would mean he's, he's got to drop his swords where he is, so he will be a um, ranged character for the rest of this fight. Or he can bonus action dash straight in again and start stabbing. So, Tommy, what are you doing? So, I've moved up, dropped my swords carefully on the carpet, and I'm going to open up with the last rites, I think. And okay. I think I used both grip points, haven't I? Oh, no, I, did I get a kill? Oh, I can't remember. I'll roll it natural. I can't. Re- if I can't recall, I'm not going to cheese it. Uh, a 23 and 13 points of piercing damage. Plus an additional uh, two necrotic damage on top of that, if he takes it. I'm not sure if he does. Um, you notice the necrotic doesn't quite do too much to him. Okay. Uh, I follow up with a second shot from the last rites. Ooh, a natural one. Natural one, so that gun jams. <laughs> not good, but it's okay, because I've still got the backup pistol with the offhand. And a straight shot with that as well. A 25 and 11 points of piercing damage. Okay, 25 hits as well. So... Despite a bit of bad luck with the last rites, the sword takes a bit of damage there. Not a lot, but he's bleeding now, and that's good. Yes. If he bleeds, we can kill him. <laughs> Indeed. And I guess that's your turn then, Tom? That is. Two actions, bonus action, and full movement. Mm. Well, so one action, question. two attacks. Mm. Annoyingly, my Grim, Har- Grim Harpist only works when he kills people, which is just rude. Thankfully. Yeah, what am I going to do here? What's, what's the plan here? Eh, let's try something, shall we? Nope. Let's just fall over and die. We've defeated <laughs> you. Concede honorably. defeated. <laughs> uh, no. No, 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 no. Not, not, not quite that easily yet. He's still feeling pretty healthy. There's still a chance he can win this. I want to cast a spell, I think. Of course he does. As I do. And, in fact... Hmm... I don't like things coming down to rolls. What is this? Some sort of rolling game of rolls? <laughs> okay. Fate Weaver to Sawn will point at Tommy because he loves you so much, Tommy. I point back at you. What? Smiles and casts Ray of Sickness at third level. Thanks. Uh, which means I need to hit you, which is a little annoying. What's up? I think that's definitely a hit. That is a 23. That's a hit. 
That's a hit. Sake, dude. And at third level, he rolls 48 poison damage. Ah, but it actually scales up pretty well. That's 18 points of poison damage as this sickly green ray of energy shoots out of his finger and blasts Tommy straight in the chest and you just feel horribly sickened. Does this drop you? Yep. There, there is an extra effect on this, but let me just check something to see if it would matter. Make me a con save, because you might just pass. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, 21, so if only I had a spell that needed a save, then I'd have been fine. <laughs> yeah, um, you would have been poisoned, but thankfully you're uh, you're hearty, even though you're dead. Again. <laughs> Again. Again. Dust, stay down, you goddamn fighter. <laughs> uh, fate, we have a disown. We'll get a bit of dust from these people who seem to stop For fuck's sake. This is a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's running funny. around the table, it's like... Benny Hill scene. Benny Hill <laughs> is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Rogar, all your good work undone there. Tommy hits the ground once more, and it's your turn. Yay. And he's oh, actually, that's, uh, what else is fun is Ray of Sickness is a next spell like Tommy, so let's get some health back. No, for fuck's sake! Yeah. Uh, uh, do you know what? Whenever I played those games, I've been like, oh, I love it. I've killed those people and I get some health back. And now, when it, the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite annoying, isn't it? It's so annoying! But more, 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 more so the fact that, that you guys are both melee and he keeps just running away like a little bitch boy. <laughs> some would call it being smart. No, Not I running up to the person with a great sword. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it probably probably is a good plan. Ah, but go on, Rogo. It is your turn. What are you doing now? Oh, there's all there's only like two choices. Huh? Res you, or I can try casting command and tell him to do something. And res him. But I don't know what to tell him to do. <laughs> Come back here, you fuck. foul fiend! <laughs> yeah. Come Day. towards me. <laughs> Be like, return. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's do what we've been doing. Uh, I'm going to, uh, well, that's, I'm guessing Cure Wounds will res Tommy. So. Yep. So, yeah, let's cast Cure Wounds. Eight hit points. <laughs> Name. <laughs> did, 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 did you ever think that you'd be, re like, <laughs> reduced be to the, the party cleric. healer? Yeah. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the cleric here, dude? <laughs> I was going to say, it's seriously depressing. I well, hit things and I hit them hard. <laughs> I do. I smite bitches. <laughs> the thing is, though, thing is, though, the problem is, is, is like, is, I, I'd have said, sorry, go hit him and let um, yeah. Sophia do some clericking. But the thing is, you can't actually reach him. <laughs> so... What I can you do? Unless, unless you kind sake. of well, I mean, you could you could try and go either side of this table and try and box him in a bit at least Ugh. with the rest of your movement. But that's kind of all we can do. We, we can tr try and try and <laughs> put the bull horns out either side. How did I move? I moved like ten feet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get cover behind that pillar because I can. Uh. <laughs> 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 so you are you are playing playing the cleric. I mean. <laughs> You, you, you healed me, and then you you ran away. Um, I'm not I'm not technically running away. No, I know, I know you're not. He's not he's not going to go in between you and me. Yeah. So he's only going to go round the pillar, and then Rogar strikes. 
<laughs> Sneaky Rogar. I'm the rogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your name, clearly. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, that's well, in okay. the turn. Yay, yeah. Tommy's alive again! <laughs> Surprisingly, having died three times, I've only had to take one death saving throw. I like to think, um, for Tommy, this fight has been like a boxer who's like on his last round getting like knocked out over and over again. You just remember this fight and like, darkness getting it. Darkness getting it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a complete blur. I'm, I'm, I'm nauseous, my head's spinning. And yeah, yeah, I'm just just constantly getting back up again, even though I shouldn't. Yeah, stay the fuck down. No, oh, pulling myself back up again. Right, Sophia, do I want to just chase this guy? What what are, you, what are your options? I mean, that's that's the kind of thing. What okay. are you thinking? What's Sophia right, thinking okay. now? So, I could. I know you're down. I could heal you. Run up to heal you for 15 feet. Then run around the table, like kind of box him in, so he definitely has to go either my way, through Tommy or through Rogar, because huh? after me is the ogre which is banished, and then it's Solara, and she's ranged, <laughs> so huh. please God hit something, hit him please, <laughs> or I could, either way, all I have is a spell, you know. It doesn't do a lot. Exactly. So either. I try and attack him with a spell that probably will fail, or I try and heal you with a spell that will probably fail. Oh no, it shouldn't shouldn't fail to oh, heal. Oh okay, me. Right, it will, right, it right, will so heal me. Fine, that those are that's it. Yeah, and it might stop Tommy from getting just instantly put back down on the ground again. Yeah, <laughs> might being the optimum word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this 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 guy's knocking off like twenty hit points a pun. It's not mm. you know not minuscule damage. I'll open my next turn with power word kill, it's fine. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> I could... Even if I ran after him. Or if I give you a healing word. Mm. No, Sophia, what's your priority? The thing is, if I do a healing word, I don't need to be touching him. I could just run after the bastard. You could? Yeah, I might do that. Well, that's not a lot, but it's a little top up. Yeah, I mean, even. Um, like, so, you, how many how many healing words do you have? Um, I have three more spells. Level one. Okay, because I'm almost to the spell, and it meant nothing because eight hit points might as well be eighteen hit points with the amount of damage he's pushing out. It's wisdom. But, it's all but wisdom. So, 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 kind of if if you if Tommy can kind of see you looking like you might, you're thinking to cast a spell at him, he's almost like may not may not even be worth bothering unless it's going to do a decent chunk of health. No, it's not. I'll probably just shake my head like, don't worry about me. I'm good. <sighs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to run up against the bastard. Right, not against, but towards the bastard. So 30 feet gets me around the table. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to lob one of my tan bag of tri tricks. Trixie hobbitses. Trixie hobbitses. Uh, okay. 20 foot away from me so that's in base to base with him mm -hmm. okay let's what do we roll got what do we got d8 shall we okay one what's a one what's a one where's my thing a one is a jackal whoop whoop that's not too bad it's something it's something 
it's not some... Carol the Tiger, unfortunately. It's something to slightly annoy him, which yes. is, which is Just at this point, him. is as good as anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Little jackal. Yeah, so you throw a little furry ball at his feet, but <laughs> he rapidly expands into a jackal. <laughs> and Jack. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much okay. me to my next turn. Yeah. Okay. Okay, all right. So, Zombie Yoga's turn, he is still banished. Not for too much longer, but... Then <laughs> Solara's turn. She is going to finally run into the room. See the horrifying devastation that has been wrought in this hall. Dead Varadin guard, dead orcs, decomposing corpses of uh, zombies and skeletons. One very angry-looking orc in the corner. Tommy, near death. Everyone else hurt. What the fuck is Solara going to do? <laughs> she... You know what? She's going to see an enemy spellcaster react on instinct and shoot a lightning bolt at his face. Cool. So he needs to make a deck save or take 23 damage. Ooh, 23. Uh, we would have saw one. How dexterous are you? Hmm. Yeah. 14. Not good enough. He takes 23 points of lightning damage. How nice. Sweet. That hurt as this uh, blazing just bolt of lightning cuts through the air, goes straight through Fate Weaver to Sorn, scars the wall behind him, and he looks very unimpressed by that. That's Solara's turn. Tommy, you are up. Well, mm. technically you're down, but you're up. I am, I am down. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, by the way, if the, if the zombie ogre comes back and this guy's down, I, you guys can finish the zombie ogre. I'm, I'm going to go hide. <laughs> right, so unfortunately one of my guns is jammed, which is quite annoying. Um, Do you have a spare pistol? I don't have a spare pistol, no. They're quite hard to come across. What I do have is a spare loaded rifle and a spare loaded scattergun. You've got options. I've got options. I'm going to move up to this table here. I've just stood up with half my movement. With the rest of my movement, I'm going to move up to the table, so I'm in half cover mm -hmm. behind this table. I'm going to uh, reaction switch to the Wolf's Fang. Nice orcish rifle. Oh, that would be awesome. And I'm going to take a shot, which... I haven't had a critical, so I don't know. Um, this is straight up. A 21 and 20 points of piercing damage. Mm, good hit. Yeah, with, with a nice orcish gun. And then... I believe we talked about it last time that I can I can still use my bonus action for my pistol. Yeah. So, uh, with the pistol, as a follow-up shot, a 24 and 14 points of damage. Mm. Tommy knocking out 34 points of shooty damage this turn. I am quite happy with that. I'm also sat under um, some half cover, which makes me feel a little bit more confident. Though not much, with my 8 yeah. hit points. <laughs> yeah, so you quickly jump up, try steady on your feet for a moment, drop down behind this sort of long oak dining table in the Great Hall, pop up, fire a quick shot from Wolf's Fang. Feels a little odd in your grip. It's not quite as custom-built for you as uh, your normal gun. But then quickly swap to the pistol and follow it up, and you hit Disorn square in the chest, and he's not too pleased about that. He takes a lot of damage. Good. But it is now his turn. Of course it is. Yeah. 
and he looks around him and he sees he's being cornered on all sides. He can see Rogar starting to peek out the side of that pillar. Tommy now taking pot shots at him, a jackal at his feet that wasn't there a moment ago, and Sophia trying to cut off his escape. He is going to look at you all, and from inside his robe, he's going to pull out a scroll. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's off, isn't it? Ah, it seems that Grumpsh spares you this day. You will not be so lucky the next time. And he's going to cast Dimension Door. Hmm. As a small tear in reality opens around him as the scroll crumbles in his hands. And much like Rogar did at the start of this fight, he disappears. How far is Dimension Door? 500 feet. He could, have, he could have gone in any direction 500 feet. Yep. Yeah. But I presume he's probably gone outside the castle. I'm also presuming he's gone outside the castle. I wonder if I can sprint whilst reloading my rifle to the battlements and take a shot at him as he's running away. Oh, my jackal could follow him and smell him. Ask your DM. Depends. So we do still technically have one creature on the board. We do. Zombie ogre. So what are you doing? Yeah. It is Rogar's turn now. Man, it's far away. Back in the corridor, yeah. Well, you can kind of probably just stand and wait for it, because it's not actually come back yet. So, and it's probably going to lumber towards you. How many more turns has it got, Banished? Four left. Four left. So, in those seconds, we could all... He could quite easily lumber that way, can't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then pick up the fight when Solara... Technically, we all could get there and surround it and just wail on it. No? Yeah? Is that right with you, Cookson? Do whatever you want, it's your turn. Well, uh, uh, well, I, I, I assume we were out of turn order and we would wait. No, we are very much in turn order. All right, because okay. this thing's still alive and if, depending on what you guys are doing, it's gonna matter. Right, well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go there. Because that's okay. my dash. Okay, so it's Rogo's turn. Sophia, what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna dash to where Rogar is in the hopes that I can pick up my bow and arrow from round near him. Okay, that'll take an action though, remember? Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, Zombie Ogre is still trapped. Solara, and she's gonna shout because she can drop the banish if you want her to, but it's up to you guys. I mean, not yet. Oh, I'm cool with it. But... Oh, you're right. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 well, not, not yet. Drop it next turn, maybe. Okay. All right. <laughs> because I'm, I'm thinking. So she'll move up a little bit to get a good eye on it, but she is preparing to drop her concentration. Tommy, your turn. What's, what is the range on my rifle? Because it, it is, it's, it's based on something, isn't it? But it's, it's slightly homebrew. You know, like 1,200 feet or something. something like that. It's 1,200 at um, long range, so a disadvantage. I'm just wondering if I, how, how quickly I could run out and onto the battlements to see if I can spot him. Is with 1,200 feet, he can only move 500 feet. He can't run that fast. No, true. I mean, I may not hit him, but I could, I could start showing him that he's still in danger, and maybe that he, you know, maybe maybe take a, a shot or two before he disappears out of range. How much, like, how many hit points have you got left? Me eight. But it, it, like, to be fair, it doesn't really matter, does it? If he's shooting him from 1,000. Oh well, yeah, feet I guess the spell like... isn't going. A spell. Spell can't reach him from that kind of fucking distance. Can uh, it? That kind of that kind of very unlikely. Range. Depends on the spell. <laughs> uh, 
it's 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 potentially worth a shot. I mean, I don't think don't think it's not going to do very much, but it's something. So if you guys can hold. Well, if Solara can hold on bringing the zombie ogre back. If I keep dashing, yeah, do it. Yeah. All right. I'll see if I can do that. Okay. So Tommy, you're essentially just committing yourself to go all the way out to the rampart somewhere to get a shot from. Yes, that's it. So I've effectively, I'm, I'm out of this combat now, but I'm I'm technically still in the arena. But if we're going to keep doing turns, then I'll, yeah. be, I'll be out next turn. Yeah. So right now you're actually right next to the ogre. I otherwise. am. Yeah. Okay, that's that round done. Three rounds remain on Banish. Rogar, you're up. Yeah, I'm. I'm still waiting for this thing to arrive, so um, I'll just I'll make sure I'm in range with it. Don't want to be chasing things around anymore. <laughs> no, no, I don't plan to do any more running. And you know what? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna come on the other side of it to make sure it can't go out of the door. Okay. And advantage. So there's. So yes, and if Sophia moves around to the other side, then we have flunky flunky. Mm -hmm. Sophia? My action is to pick up my bow and help move into with position. the flank chain. Okay. Solara will do nothing at the moment. Uh, she's going to ask again, am I dropping it yet? Not yet. See if I can take a pot shot at this cunt. Give okay. a minute. She'll hold it on. Tommy, you are now off the board. Yep. Just about. <laughs> okay. Um, I assume, are you guys doing anything, or shall I speed through now until her dropping it? Um, what? No. No. Okay, so we go through, and on her turn, she drops it. So, finally, a large, rotten, zombified ogre just pops back into existence, very confused, very angry-looking, and surrounded by you two. Rogar, you're up first. Uh, and I'm going to take a swing at it with Eclipse. Okay, go for it. With advantage. With advantage. Uh, eight with seventeen, and I'm gonna just because I'm pissed off. Second level divine smite on top of that. <laughs> on undead ogre. <laughs> on, because it's undead. Uh, let me have a quick read to double check. Overkill, dude. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, two d eight, three d eight, four d eight because it's undead. I make that. So, four d eight. So I hit for 17 slashing damage plus an extra 19 damage from my smite. Uh, so. Is it down? No, no, I'm near down. Okay. I knew it wouldn't be. Well, I, I didn't know that. Sorry. Yeah. Decent amount of damage though. Hmm. Yeah, that's fine. He did, did a mighty blow on this creature. What's your second attack? Uh, exactly the same. <laughs> um, so this time, uh, 18, 14 slashing damage, and a, another second level divine smite on top of that. Just because I have them to do it. You just told me how to attack you Yeah. Uh, and that is, well, another 23 damage on top of that, so 37. <laughs> okay. It is very hurt, barely holding on. Sophia, you're up. Right, with final death. Come on, you biatch. You return this monstrosity to the grave. With advantage. Ooh, is that it? 18 with 16. 16 points of damage is enough as you jam Final Death through this thing's back. You watch as the holy light of Kalanbor burns away this undead monstrosity and it is defeated. <laughs> so, if even we... if it had been there, I wouldn't have to do anything anyway. So, Tommy, we'll get to you then. You are running to the battlements essentially to try to get. One last shot on this uh, orc who is fleeing, you assume at least. 
hoping he's not just looking around the corner to hit you with a spell. Hoping. <laughs> you run out of the castle. It takes a little while, and you head back through the small area outside the courtyard and then through the buildings to the closest tower that you can reach, something with stairs leading up to the ramparts, so to see if you can get a good look and just take a guess as to where this guy is going. And tell me, I mean, are you going, if you're leaving the castle, are you looking north, east, or south? Which one did you go to? Um, so, this is the, so the great hall's in the centre where we were, is it? Yeah. It's that bang in the centre. Um, we were to, we, we our, our party uh, came in from the south, south? did we? Southwest? Um, it's technically, it's the front door is eastern facing. So, if you think of the castle, the castle, the front of the castle is would be buffeted by the east wind. East wind, if that makes sense. Like your castle is running along the west to east coordinate. Okay. So, if you're entering the castle, technically, I suppose the gate into the castle, but you're coming back out, so you're looking towards the east, and you have a wall that goes all the way around with towers on multiple sides. So, either you're running north because you think he's gone north, south, or or east. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm gonna run in, gonna think the old, probably the opposite side to where we came in from. I don't think he's gonna gonna be coming in from the same side that we walked in. I'm thinking the the way to if are the mountains. That would be the north. They, that would be the north. That's where they've come down from. I'm thinking, but okay. that's 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 spitballing. I'm I'm just hoping hoping against hope that um that I can spot him. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna pick the northern tower, and I hope I'm not wrong. Okay. You run as quickly as you can. You feel absolutely awful with your very low health, multiple <laughs> uh, blight deaths, and a ray of sickness. You feel atrocious. Your legs are burning by the time you've run up to the top of the tower, just covered in sweat, running out of adrenaline at this point, and you pull out your rifle and just start scanning the crown of the world mountains, that direction to the frozen north here to see if you can see any movement, any whatsoever. And unfortunately, you do not see an orc. Shit. <sighs> so Tommy takes, takes, a, takes a deep sigh, lowers the rifle for a second, um, has a tactical chunder in the corner <laughs> of this tower, <laughs> as kind of all the adrenaline and stress is on his body just come out. I don't think I could get to any of the other towers in time to get a shot off. So I'm going to move down and after after taking a second to catch my breath, move down and, and move to the gate because I just want to have one, one last look out of the gate to see if he's run towards um, where the rest of where, where our civilians are. Um, not that I'm too worried about them because I think um, I think the guards that we've left with them should, should be able to deal with this guy. Um, but I just want to know if, if he's heading that way. And if not, I'll, I'll head, make my way back into the Great Hall. Mm. I mean, by the time you get there, looking over in that direction where you know people are stationed, I mean, you don't see an orc heading their way. You don't see any fires on the hillside showing any sort of attack. Or as far as you can tell in that direction, it looks peaceful. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll kind of stagger back in kind of as, as I'm as I'm walking along just to make just making sure my guns are reloaded again. Um and I'll make my way back into the Great Hall to go and pick my swords back up. Okay. So, so while Tommy's doing that, what are you two doing? Are you guys looting the room? 
Yep. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll say this. The orcs and the undead didn't really carry anything worth some basic weaponry and hide armor. Obviously, it's not much to you, but... What? What did you say, Bunko? I was just saying you could distribute it to the civilians, you know, just give them a little bit more, you know, padding. Mm. Mm. Might have to wash it Gather it in a pile, maybe, of um, useful equipment to give to the civilians. Mm -hmm. Jess might want something. Jess, I'll give Jess some. If I see if I've got anything that looks particularly, you know, standout-ish. Um, it's all kind of the same sort of gear. It's like heavy furs, heavy uh, bits of leather. It's kind of basic, well, really. But uh, yeah. It's cold, so yeah, let's let's gather all the furs. Mm -hmm. And... The two Oruks were wearing plate armor, however, so you do have two full sets of plate. They're a bit banged up, but uh, a little bit of work. You could uh, polish them up, right? Cool. They were all pretty much wielding great axes, apart from the skeletons who just had short swords and short bows. The only really standout corpse in here is our Thomas unfortunate Thomas Warwick. <laughs> Fucking nobles, useless to the end. <laughs> <laughs> you may think that. But just wait till I hang him up. <laughs> yes, he's going to feed people for days. <laughs> yeah, you can always have a bite. Yeah, but it's, better, it's better when it's aged. Yeah, maybe you'll understand. No, you don't yeah, need to understand what he was thinking, do you? Dry cured noble, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's still, it's always good. It's always good to have. So, I'll say this. He, when you look over his body, his, fortunately... Now, very hollow-looking body with his just dry, dry, drained skin from that circle of death. His, his face is just locked in a horrifying scream of uh, instant rigor mortis. Uh, but you do find a bit of loot on his body. Because he was keeping himself as well protected as he could. Under his fine clothes, you see he was wearing half-plate armor. Nice. And not just any half-plate armor. You see some exceptionally well-crafted half-plate armor plus one. And looking at the material, you'd swear that that's mithril. So to read this out to you, mithril is a light, flexible metal. A mithril chain shirt or breastplate can be worn under normal clothes. If the armor normally imposes disadvantage on decks, on uh, stealth checks, or has a strength requirement, the mithril version doesn't. Please, 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 please. Hey! What? We're all gonna fight over it. Well, no, Ruga doesn't need it. It's you, it's you and me are gonna fight over it. I wasn't gonna give it to either of you. Well, are you gonna have it? I don't you, want it. I want it. I want it. I wanna give it to the girl. She can have it. This could be too heavy for her. No. It says it's not bound by strength. Mm hmm. There is no strength but requirement for mithril. But she's also like. She could barely wield a sword. She's she is my squire in training. Well, I'll let you guys argue over that. But the other thing she's, she's wearing, she's not, she's not having it. So I mean, you guys can argue over this, but you also notice on um, Mr. Warwick's finger next to you know his fancy noble rings, one stands out to you. It's particularly impressive because it's a ring of protection plus two. Nice. Oh. To be fair, I, I'm I have free achievements, so I'll uh, fine. I'll take the ring, and you guys can you you can have the armor flow. Cheers, mate. Because <laughs> I also have three achievements. I'll take the ring because I've got a ring of protection plus one, so it's just an upgrade. How many yeah. achievements have you got? I mean, I can have the ring of protection plus one back since I gave it you. 
Yeah, probably. Because I've got oh. ring protection plus, you know. So, yeah. Oh, can you have like ringer protection plus three if you put them both on? No. no. Exactly. Oh, that's sad. Cool. Uh, to be fair, you know, um, yeah. Uh, that sounds cool to me. As long as I can keep his corpse. You yeah. As, as, well, on, on, the, on the caveat that you tell us anything useful that you gain from eating him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Then yeah, feel free. Knock oh. yourself out. He's a noble. All your gain is the sight of him dying to the circle of death. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know exactly how he died. Yeah, yeah, but I just, I, I don't actually want him for that. I want him because, um, well, we're supposed to keep basically closets full of corpses that we eat slowly. Mm. You know, mm. so that, that's kind of why I want him. <laughs> so, that's him looted. Unfortunately, whatever secrets he may have held went with him. At least, seemingly. Try and save him. It's not like we like killed him ourselves this time. No, we we did we did think about it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or thought about threatening to kill him. But now we know that that wouldn't have exactly helped matters. So. <laughs> yeah, Plan B, after all, Plan B. <laughs> so, I mean, congratulations, guys! You're now in charge of Black Frost Fortress. Whoop, whoop. I'm pretty sure there, there was there was there was a promise made at the beginning of this fight as well. Mm, so Jeff is a character, yay! <laughs> yeah. He's a dead character, but he's a character. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Jeff's uh, rotting corpse is on the floor. Unfortunate, but you do get Black Frost Fortress, and you all level up to level ten. Congratulations! Hey. And oh, just to give <laughs> I mean, you guys, go on. Yeah, go. On. No, I was just going to say, you know, you know, you, you think we'd be really, really happy about this moment, but right now we're just like <laughs> relieved <laughs> to be alive, I think. <laughs> now, to give you guys an idea of just how big this fortress is, run through some of the things that uh, are in here. So are you guys going to explore the fortress or what are you doing? Floor, I, think, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. Or uh, resting. Uh, do you know what? I think the the most sensible thing to do right now is to take a short rest, roll some hit dice. I don't think. Well, we're hoping there's there's nothing else that's going to kill us in the fortress, but we don't know. Um, so I think for all of us, a short rest might be a good idea before we explore the place, find the bedrooms, and then maybe take a long rest after we bring everyone back in. I don't know about you guys. What do you think? Yeah. 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 Short rest. Have a bit of a scout. I mean, to be fair, I'm tempted to say that to like even send Dwayne to go and get go and tell the people, you know, that it's safe to come in and they can at least come into this room. Okay, I know it's a bit grim and death like, but you know, cool. Yeah, that we 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 could we maybe we we could kind of um, while we're always short resting, maybe we could stack a few corpses in the corners and stuff. Yeah, hide them behind some barrels so they're not like as obvious. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I'm sure there, there must be some rooms off this corridor somewhere, you know. Or, I mean, or multiple buildings outside the castle so they can stay in. As or, well, or we could, you know, we, we could like stack all the corpses up in humorous poses around the tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Warwick is just getting ploughed by this random orc. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're a family show. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's the first thing you do in Oblivion, isn't it? Though it is. Yeah, in, it in is. Fairness, it is. It is. <laughs> when you when you realise you compose the corpses, of course you pose the corpses. 
All right, so you guys rolling hit dice, taking a short rest, and sending yeah. Dwayne off. Yes, so go and tell the people that they can now enter the fortress. And, yeah, I'm assuming go mill around. <laughs> hmm. Yep, yeah, so, I mean, as you roll your hit dice, eventually Dwayne returns, and about 20 minutes later, you start hearing people of uh, Millshire and the Varadin refugees arriving in the actual castle proper. And, yeah, they're all safe and sound. And once you're feeling up to it, I guess you go explore this place. So, to let you guys know just what you've got as you're going around this building, this is what you find. You find a library, an arcane laboratory. Obviously, it has the courtyard that you came through originally. It has ramparts, defensive towers, multiple dining rooms, multiple kitchens. There is around 12 bedrooms upstairs throughout. There is a small treasure room, which I'm going to guess you're going to try to loot. Oh, yeah. There is a forge slash workshop. It's a bit of a big room that's been set up to craft. A rookery at the top of the castle for sending messages. You find the servants' quarters. It's kind of a small adjoinment to the castle. You find a small training ground and barracks for presumably any soldiers that were stationed here. There is a small dungeon just underneath the castle few cells down there, and a few uh, rather unfortunate and unpleasant-looking implements. Outside the castle itself, there is an old temple of... Well, if you go in there to explore proper, you'll find out that there is an old temple. And there's a few surrounding buildings just within the walls to, that would support probably a very small community. Places for, like, trading, a simple blacksmith, a tanners, a little hall where they can uh, meet up and eat, things like that. And... The last room in the fortress that you find of interest is a map room, cartography. Now, as you're going through the castle, discovering these things and taking a bit of time, one of you and... Oh, let's roll that dice for which one. Hmm, I'll say Sophia. Sophia, as you're going through the bedrooms just to see what uh, Thomas Warwick was hiding up here, you find one bedroom doesn't open when you try to open it. It is not locked. It seems to be... Barricaded from the other uh, side. Interesting. Um, so I tried to shift the door. Just like pushing it, like you tried to open it and it went dunk as it hits something on the other side. Okay, so let me go run the rooms and try and find out how to get into that room. Well, it's, it's... Uh, you're basically in a corridor of bedrooms, so there's one way in, one way out. You can try push the door and see if you can test, test your strength against the barricade, or you can do something else. You give us or you a shout. Uh, I probably get the boys. Okay, and you're gonna have to run off and find them then, and take a while. And... Um, oh, wait a minute. Let me put my ear to the door. Okay, do me a perception. Twenty. Now twenty. So Ooh. twenty overall. Um, as you put your ear to the door, you can hear slightly ragged breathing on the other side of what clearly sounds like a single person. It's. Sounds like they might be a bit afraid now that the door suddenly got slammed into, but they're leaning up against the barricade. That's how close you can tell they are. Hello? Is someone in there? Uh... Go away, Orc. There's nothing in here for you. Leave. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not an Orc. I, my name is Sophia. I, I came here to, to find out what's happened to the castle, and we've, we've killed all the Orcs, I promise. I mean, I... Do me a persuasion. Oh, ten. Ten. Just you expect me to believe that they overran us so so quickly. 
How could you have killed them? I have some friends downstairs looking around. Um, can, can I ask your name? My, I'm from, my name's Sophia Landron. You, you may have heard of me. Landron? From, from Varadin? Yes. What are you doing here? Well, technically we're the owners of the castle now. Um, I, I can tell you if you come out. I, I promise. I mean, just, just, I don't know. Just peek through the door. You, you can see me. As um, you say that, you kind of look through the crack in the door where the door's just being blocked and you see a face appears. And it's actually certainly not a face you recognize and also a little bit unusual because you see the light purplish features of a drow. Mm. You see a drow woman stares back at you through the uh, the dark of the door and just squints at you a little bit. What, what about what about Master Warwick? This, this place is his. It's always been his. What do you mean you have claim to it? It was deeded to us in the revolt, and I'm really sorry, but Warwick's dead. We, we, we tried to save him, we really did, but the orc killed him. She kind of shakes her head a little bit and goes, Dad, what do you mean? And then she tweaks what you just said a moment ago. It's revolt. I knew it. I knew he was hiding something. Came here in the dead of night, half panicked, sending off messages for all manner of mercenaries to join us. I knew he was scared of something. So Varadin has, what, fallen? Been invaded? What's gone? on? It, please come out. I mean... If you just come out, we can talk about it. I can tell you everything that's happened. It's... it's what's your name? And as I uh, have a Patreon name to give out, welcome, Jules. Jules! <laughs> Jules! Jules! I'll try, we'll try not to kill you. <laughs> we'll try to let you die. That's, we won't kill you. Oh, well, no, no, we don't generally. Unless you're evil. <laughs> You don't know yet. Actually, we don't kill. We don't kill evil people either. Really, generally. Yeah, we <laughs> kill. <laughs> she goes. Um, my name is Jules. I am. I was the Castellian here, at least when Mister Warwick was not in residence. Right. Well. Yeah. Some. There was a revolt, and then some angels attacked, and then yeah, there's there's a lot. There's, it's under a dome now. I mean, it's going to take a while for us to explain everything. I, I mean, if, <laughs> well, there's a lot is. to unpack here. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you come out, I mean, we have food. We have some people that are going to come, like the survivors of Varadin. Um, I've got my mates with me. If you need healing. Um, do you have... Do you at least have some sort of proof of ownership? Oh, I have a deed. Mm. Do you want to show her the deed? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of pass it through the, the crack in the door and she takes it off you and reads through it. Oh, I, I see. Um, I, I, I guess it's true then. This, the castle is yours. Um, I suppose that means I'm either fired or I work for you. Well, we'll discuss that. Um, I'm not sure how we can pay you right now, but honestly, I mean, it, let's just say you're not fired for now. Okay, please come out. You can show us where everything is. Um, it, you you probably know this place like the back of your hand. I do indeed. And you hear 
like the scraping of furniture upon the floor as something heavy moves from uh, behind the door. And, yeah, she will come out and join you. Now, while this is going on, I'm assuming, for some reason, I feel like both Tommy and Rogar are in the small treasure room digging through things. Oh, here we are! Hell yeah! (laughs) Are they doing a a McDuck thing where he's just swimming through gold? (laughs) If there's not much gold there, I fucking am. (laughs) (laughs) So, you two, and you know what? We'll have this as the end of the the episode. Nice little reward for you guys as we close out here. Within the small treasure room, you find a few things. You find um, a pile of gold, silver, etc., that comes to a total of about 940 gold pieces. Nice. You find four sapphires, very nicely cut ones, that come to 120 gold total. 120 gold. Yep. Okay. And digging around here, you find a single diamond worth 300 gold. Do you hear that? Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Just, just cool. Join that down. Mm-hmm. Oh, they make notes when it's about gold. Generally. <laughs> what? No, it was, was nine twenty one. No, it was nine forty. Nine forty. No, nine forty. One twenty. One twenty and three hundred. Diamond three hundred. Yeah. Nice. As as you're uh, counting the coins and lining your pockets, I'll do the rest of the loot that you find as you're exploring here. When you head up to what is effectively an arcane laboratory, you find a few more things there, uh, scattered about on a desk and on a table nearby. On the table, you find a very fancy-looking helm that, I would say, given just time, you would realize that it is a helm of comprehend comprehending languages. Ooh. Oh. It is a, a full kind of dark steel-looking helm with green glowing eyes, slightly shaped ears and a bit of chainmail at the back. But yes, it's uh, while wearing this helm, you can use an action to cast the Comprehend Languages spell from it at will. Ooh. I'm guessing um, Rogar doesn't want that. He's already technically got a helm yeah. fixed to his face. Oh, no, he, he, and he can comprehend languages. And he yeah. can comprehend languages. So I'll, I'll, I'll hang on to that for now. That seems quite cool. I was going to yeah. say, is, is, it, is it a attunement item? It is not. Ah. Out of, can, I, can I just put some out there out of what we found so far mm-hmm. if you two are happy with it if you guys split the gold and the sapphires and the helmet i can keep the diamond because uh, oh get more that's meta gaming it in my head <laughs> How? Mm, i wonder what requires a diamond i don't know some kind of resurrection no it doesn't you sure it does yeah. but vivify does require a diamond but 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 if rugo wants to keep the diamond yeah it's fine <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm just saying, you guys get the helmet and the gold and the sapphires. So. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that in mind when it comes to resurrection. Yeah. That it's in Rogar's bag. <laughs> in case we need it. Yeah. We can't bring Jeff back, though, so there's not much point. <laughs> oh, I've got somebody different in mind. <laughs> you need more than 300 uh, gold worth of diamond for that one, though, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, also in the lab, on the main desk in there, you see lots of papers and scrolls. And I'll say this. There are multiple scrolls that appear to be magical in nature. You find a scroll of meld into stone, a scroll of detect thoughts, a scroll 
of gaseous form and a scroll of legend lore. Gaseous form. Right, everybody's just back to being in university and scribbling shit down. Basically, yeah, we're, we're all taking yeah. notes. Like, <laughs> what was the last one, dude? Uh, legend lore. Legend. Legend lore. Very cool spell. Cool. And uh, for those of you wondering, uh, they are indeed on your spell list. So certain members of this party can actually cast them as well. Ooh. Mm. Interesting. And finally. On the desk, next to the magical scrolls, you see rather more initially mundane papers covered in writing, and they're all labeled Intel, Giants, Orcs, Knolls. And I think that's where we're going to leave this episode. <laughs> oh, handy. I'm going to read of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots wow. of things going on. Lots of things going on. Lots, <laughs> lots to unpack between now and our next episode. Yeah. So, well, thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder Triple Plot. I was your DM and host. And if you wish to chat to any of us, we are all on Twitter. I am there as at No, my players with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. We also have a Patreon, which is uh, found on patreon.com slash GTMP tiers for different rewards so go check it out see what you like it allows you to chat with us on discord as well which is always fun um we also have a wordpress website at uh, gunpowder treason no plot and a facebook group also at gunpowder treason no plot and i will hand you over to my players to say their own little buys yeah and keeping the theme of last week uh, my goodbye focuses on a man somewhere in this world in the darkness wondering why he's alone? Why nobody tried to help him? And why they drew first blood? I've been James Bunkle. Hmm. Cryptic. <laughs> and, um, yeah, if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid you can't. But continuing on with Tommy's big book of things that can kill you, uh, Weapon Edition, we are up to the letter L. So, uh, L is for Lance. Now, you might be thinking, that's not really a Tommy weapon, and you'd be absolutely right. You'll never see me charging into battle, clad in full plate with a big armoured fucking horse underneath me. That's not my style at all. But, credit where credit's due. See, the thing about a lance is, it seems pretty innocuous when you're on foot. It's just a big fuck-off you know, length of wood with a spike on the end. Not much. Spear, innit? But, when you couch it on horseback, and you've got the weight, of a great big fuck-off horse, a great big fuck-off bloke, the tin can the bloke's wearing, and the horse-shaped tin can. All that weight, charging, full pelt, behind a very, very small little spike at the end. Goes through pretty much anything. So, yeah, Lance. Well, it's not exactly uh, the thinking man's weapon. Could do a lot of fucking damage if in the right hands. Now, slight downside, though, is all you have to do is step out the way so for that reason i'm only going to give it three daggers up and if you're expecting a joke well you will soon be disappointed because yet again no one's given me a joke come on guys i'm on twitter just send me something anything it could be the worst joke you've ever heard or the best but i'm slightly disappointed in you all so nobody wants to chat to tommy no 
Anyway. Yeah, so also with the L is Lamias, which are dangerous monsters that live to bring strife and suffering into the world. They are cruel and seductive beings who lure their victims closer to doom with illusions of beauty. Most Lamias appear to be beautiful women from the waist up, but their bodies are powerful lions from the waist down. Mm. Woman, woman top half, lion bottom half. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Fun creature. They live in the water, do they? Uh, I think D&D ones live in like temples and ruined cities. They're more oh, like okay. desert-based. Um, they have some nasty abilities. <laughs> very, very nasty ones. Uh, well, thank you for joining us, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Unnecessary Evil is the source for all things evil. Whether it's tips to write a better villain or tips on how to be a better villain. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce. Easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.